Hi, this is Vicki Nowicki, and I'm from the Downers Grove Seed Lending Library. You're listening to 1590 WCGO, Chicago's Smart Talk. The Mike Novak Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Live from a cul-de-sac somewhere in Evanston, Illinois. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. After 20 years, still Chicago's only deep green gardening and environment program. Heard every Saturday morning on 1590 WCGO. Chicago's Smart Talk. Good planets are hard to find. Temperate zones and tropic climes. True currents and thriving seas. Wind blowing through breathing trees. Strong ozone and safe sunshine will. Good planets are hard to find. Good planets are in the main. They're sometimes called the odd couple. If only because the word aberrant doesn't fit in the logo. Here they are, Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. I can't think of a better day to have that song play, Good Planets Are Hard to Find, mm-hmm. on Earth Day 2017. Uh, let's get a, a ding. A ding? Two dings for, <laughs> for Earth Day. And we've got a lot going on the show today in honor of Earth Day, not the least of which are a couple of reports from uh, March for Science in Chicago. Kathleen Thompson, who is the webmaster and the designer and the conscience of the Mike Novak <laughs> show, will uh, be reporting from uh, downtown Chicago at the uh, March for Science. And uh, then Rick DeMaio, our media- meteorologist, uh, will be reporting from the March for Science in Chicago. I wonder if he's going to have his headband on. Go to Facebook, folks, if you want to see Rick DeMaio uh, in, uh, how, how do we describe that, Peggy? Um, I'm not sure. He's got his early 80s flash dance look with the Mickey Mouse t-shirt. Flash dance. I love that. He'll be flash dancing. Rick DeMaio, if you see him flash dancing down in Chicago, uh, stop and say hi. Yikes. Uh, it's a great photo, though. You got to go to the Mike Novak show on Facebook, and let's let's get a bunch of likes on that so uh, we can keep it up. Because uh, I don't think Rick DeMaio knows that I posted it. <laughs> hey, he sends it. That's what happens, and it tweeted out too. Darn, I hate when that happens. Oh gosh, automatic tweet. Uh, and then uh, in between all of that, we have Joe Lample from uh, Greening. I'm sorry, uh, grow. <laughs> Hello. A growing a Greener World. I know what the name of the show is. Uh, if you watch on PBS, and as a matter of fact, we're going to give away today a very cool gift, which is a Wi-Fi timer from Rainbird Corporation, uh, and we'll give them a ding, too. Uh, and uh, the way you're going to do that, well, I'm not going to tell you yet. Uh, I'm good, But you can do it via tweet. You can do it via Facebook. You can do it via phone call, 847-475-1590. Any way you want, but we'll give you the instructions soon. And if you're the first person to do it, uh, you will win yourself a prize, uh, which is the uh, Wi-Fi timer from Rainbird. Actually, we're going to have to give uh, uh, 
uh, uh, Ben that information so he knows what the correct answer is. Because I know what the correct answer is, and Peggy doesn't even know what the question is yeah. yet. So during the break, uh, we will certainly do that. And we have a special guest in the studio. Hello. That is Ariana DiGenova. Hi. How are you? Good. She's uh, she's come down to help us out today and um, and to monitor us <laughs> to make sure we don't go uh, off. She's course. our room monitor. <laughs> is, is she? She's the room monitor. Uh, and uh, you just graduated from DePaul, right? That I did. In environmental studies, is that correct? Yes, sir. What Concentration is... in sustainability. I can't concentrate at all. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, in school now, they make you do that. They make you concentrate on sustainability. All right. Well, and this is the perfect day for you to be here, obviously, because it's yes, Earth Day. Happy, happy Earth Day. You know, I'm sorry to keep you from the march. That's for all right. That's all right. But Good I'm, to be here. I'm I'm hoping there are tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, mm-hmm. of people uh, at that today. Okay. So today is Earth Day, and uh, if you're not marching, and even if you are. Head over to the new Christy Weber Farm and Garden at 2834 West Grand Avenue at the corner of Chicago and Grand. They've moved a few blocks west to a larger space, which means a larger selection of plant material, garden supplies, pottery, urban agriculture resources, and more. And today is their grand opening from, thank you for the ding, from right now at 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's free and open to the public, and there will be chicken cuddling. Ooh. Would I kid you? No. Chicken cuddling. You bet. The new Christy Weber Farm and Garden stop in at Chicago and Grand and celebrate Earth Day today. Well, we know it's Earth Day, and it's also Customer Appreciation Weekend at the Sugar Beet Food Co-op in Oak Park. Today and tomorrow, members can receive a 10% discount and non-members 5% off all non-sale items. Meet the farmers growing your foods, write a new Earth Year's resolution and post it on site, or check out a book from the Oak Park Public Library to learn more about reducing your energy footprint. Sugar Beet Food Co-op, 812 Madison in Oak Park, just west of Oak Park Avenue, or at sugarbeet.coop. That's sugarbeet.coop. And I believe if you mention the Mike Novak Show, you'll get $5 off a $15 yes. purchase as well. Now, admitted, you know that a couple of dandelions or some clover in your lawn are not a problem. Not only that, you know that wiping them out with chemicals is not particularly good for your kids uh-uh. or your pets. But you need some help. Why not call Logic Lawn Care? They're experts in creating healthy and safe lawns naturally. Logic also works with schools, parks, mis- municipalities. Go to logiclawncare.com. Have you ever walked into a hair salon and been overwhelmed by the smell of chemicals? That's never going to happen at Organic Roots Eco Salon. They use only the safest, most natural, professional hair care products available to make sure you get exceptional color results that last and won't harm the environment or you. Their products and services are free from ammonia, formaldehyde, and other toxins ordinarily found in hair color, perms, and keratin smoothing treatments. Organic Roots offers non-toxic, vegan-friendly nail services. They've also just introduced a complete menu of natural hair care services for textured hair of all lengths. And how many salons do you think repurpose hair clippings, recycled product containers, and use LED lighting? Walk into 21st Century Hair Care for 
women and men at Organic Roots Eco Salon, 3417 Dempster in Skokie. Book your appointment at organicrootsecosalon.com or call 847-423-2653. Health and beauty. You no longer have to sacrifice one for the other. Hey, this is Peggy. When I speak at local events, people often ask me, aren't you the Peggy in Natural Awakenings ads? And that makes me happy because it reminds me that Chicagoans want to lead healthier lives. And Natural Awakenings magazine helps them do just that. Natural Awakenings is the greenest, healthiest magazine in the Chicago area. Each month, we bring you the latest information about health and wellness, complementary medicine, fitness and exercise, raising healthy kids, and even keeping your pets healthy. You'll find articles about healthy homes, too, including gardening, energy efficiency, and green living. And if you love good food, you'll always find tasty recipes and healthy cooking hints. Check out our monthly calendar. It's full of events to keep you connected. Natural Awakenings is available in more than 1,100 locations throughout the city, as well as suburban Cook, Lake, and McHenry counties. And it's free. Or visit us at nachicago.com. Natural Awakenings. Feel good. Live simply. Laugh more. This is your talk. You want to just put in hashtags in any of your social media. Hashtag 1590 WCGO. Evanston, Chicago. All right. Welcome back to the Mike Novak Show. I've been, uh, you need to get us Kathleen, but we told you before we had a big announcement to make. On the show this morning, and do we, it, do we have a drum roll? Uh, <laughs> you're gonna make. Wait a second. I think well, no, no. Uh, okay, that's, that's pretty good. I got I got a really lame one up here. Oh if yeah. We, oh yeah. Remember the the, the really really lame drum roll. Let's see. Let's see. Real butter. Real. Yeah. There we you know are, drum what, roll. Uh, where's drum roll? Okay. Here we go. It goes right here. All right. Stand by. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw oh, wow. that in as, that, as yeah. well. That's a drum okay. roll. And, and the announcement is that starting next week, the Mike Novak Show is now on two days. This for, for Two days. Two days for the foreseeable future, meaning Saturdays and Sundays. Now, Sunday, it's going to be two hours long. So we're And act- live. It's not a replay. Right. We're tripling your listening pleasure. Here on the mic, Noah. Thank you for the ding. Uh, so, and that will be Sundays nine to eleven, Saturdays ten to eleven, the way we are right now. Uh, and uh, as Peggy said, all new material. And we're going to do this. This is going to go on for several months. Uh, things might change at that point, but for now, we are expanding the broadcast on 1590 WCGO, and we hope that you will be with us. Some of us love that old uh, Sunday time of uh, 9 a.m., and uh, uh, we're back 9 to 11 on Sundays. And again, we will keep this slot right here, 10 to 11 on Saturdays, and bring in as much as we've had this backlog of of ideas and topics that Mm -hmm. we've been meaning to talk about, and now we're going to Unleash all of that uh, <laughs> upon an unsuspecting public. Uh, so there you go. We hope you you tune us in, and Peggy will be tweeting that out and letting folks know. Do we have Kathleen uh, on the phone yet? Yes. Hi. Hi, Kathleen. Oh, I'm down here at the march. Yay! With the, 
Yes, and you have never seen so many science puns in your life. <laughs> All right, can you give us some of the good ones? If, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the precipitate. You know, that's that's a lot of that is here, going on here. There we go. It's um, a delayed I'm shot. guessing. I'm guessing that we. Oh, e- ecosystem, not ecosystem. Um. Anyway, the. Uh, I'm guessing that we've got a considerably larger crowd than was expected. Really? Okay, now you were at the the Women's March yeah. on January. Yeah, and this isn't like that. Okay. That, that was, you know, 250 to 300,000 people. But I think we've got more than 50, and I think they were saying 45. Um, we've got, you know, upwards from 50 up um it's pretty big and there's still people coming in from the loop as i speak mm-hmm. uh, that was my first clue is when i got off the l so did everybody else <laughs> and th- there was a parade of people going down state street towards wow. the park mm-hmm. towards, uh, uh, so um it was clearly not going to be a little Something, something. It's going to be a big something, and it is. My favorite sign so far is um, Science Not Silence, which was being worn by um, a nine-year-old on the L with me. And then I saw it again. Then I saw it again when I got over here on signs. Lots of signs. And they represent every part of science. I've got taking pictures. Um, one saying, uh, support plants and they will support you, having to do with a uh, botany bill. Yeah, um, of course, yeah. Right. Oh. And um, the, also, the other thing is that the here is the people who are wearing, you can actually see the people who are wearing the vests that, that tell them, that say we have to do what they want us to do. Uh-huh. And they're, I mean, at the Women's March, you never saw any of them because mm-hmm. they're jammed together. But here you can see them. And they're doing their best to get people to behave, you know, like get in the right lines and <laughs> go in the right direction. Well, I, uh, yeah, you, you were talking about trying to get people to behave. And I'm thinking, hey, they're, these are supporters of science. They're always well-behaved, right? Yeah, well, they are very well-behaved. And, but they're not, they don't always want to go to the right. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we just have one after one after another here from the March for Science. Um, Ray got a woman next to me with a grab him by the data. But I'm bummed. And uh, just just keep them yeah. coming. We'll just I can play rim shots all day here. Okay, that's uh, right. And um, more women of color in science. Uh, that's not a rim shot one. No, it's not. No. <laughs> I, I actually recognize that when, when you said it. My favorite four letter words are F. Fact and D data. Um, nerds get blank done. I, I, maybe I could say that word on that radio, but I'm not positive. Okay. Yeah. No. no, no we'll we'll we'll, we'll, be, we'll err on the side of civility here today. Oh, what was that? Oh, it sounds like this. It yes. sounds like the speeches are starting now, huh? Yes. Okay. Well then. Well, you you have a camera there. You're going to take some photos for us. I have a camera. I just keep taking pictures of signs. 
uh, <laughs> that, you know, I like the idea of, of having a lot of those signs on, on uh, our website and on uh, the Facebook page, and we'll get some on, yeah. twi- on Twitter and on Instagram as well. What, what about hats? I think, huh? What kind of hats are down there today? Um, they're just regular. I mean, there there are a few, uh, you know, the, the pink hats here and there. But mostly, if anybody has a hat on, it's a baseball cap. Okay, I'd seen a lot of patterns for brain hats that people were bringing. Oh, no, I'm not seeing any brain hmm. hats. But these people obviously have brains, so <laughs> maybe they don't need obviously. hats. Uh, well, it sounds like uh, it, this is a great, and it's a nice day, obviously. how uh, is it very cool down at the, the lakefront? Should I just ask a random person why he's here? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. Would you say on the radio why you're here? Because I love science. Well, that was straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Find somebody else. Okay, somebody else. <laughs> Do you want to say why you're here? Sure. Because I care for the environment. All right. Excellent. Okay. Let me just get another guy here. Can you tell me why you're here? I'm here because I believe in good science, and I care about the environment and how this world is, like, going to do in life. There you go. That's wonderful. Excellent. They all yeah. they all have similar. We got good answers. Here. Yeah, we did. All right. Well, Kathleen, okay. we're gonna let right. we're gonna let you go and uh, listen to the speechifying and take some okay. photo, take as many photos as you can. And thank you so much, not only for reporting uh, on the uh, March for Science Chicago, but for being there. Uh, you're you're my surrogate today since I'm uh, up at the radio ranch. Well, okay, if you insist. <laughs> well, you don't have to be my yeah. surrogate. Okay. Keep keep an eye out for DeMaio while you're there. Yeah, Rick. Uh, we'll oh, be- yeah. Well, I, I'm watching hordes coming into the to the park as we speak. I doubt that I'm going to be able to spot DeMaio. But no, but it, I, it, it, it sounds like, like you said earlier that uh, uh, maybe the crowds will be even larger than we all thought. I think it is. We'll see. Okay. Thanks. Okay, have a good show. All Thanks. right. Goodbye. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, there she goes, Kathleen Thompson at March for Science Chicago down at the lakefront. And that's basically at, uh, if you go to Michigan Avenue and Congress Parkway, mm-hmm. uh, they will direct you. The people in the vests, as Kathleen <laughs> said, will direct you. Uh, because, And we know why the people are there. Science. One more time. We will hear from Rick DeMaio, who's there. But uh, before we get to our next segment with uh, Joe Lample from Growing a Greener World, we have a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. going on today, and I thought we should go through some yeah. of that. Yeah, and I wanted to give a shout-out to the Shop Local Fair that is happening at the Saganash School just off Peterson uh, from 9 to 3, so they're going already. Uh, Tracy and her team have all sorts of local businesses that are there and uh, health, wellness, green, and also teaching you how to conserve water, conserve electricity. So that's going to be at Saganash School, uh, 6040 North Kilpatrick. Okay, and uh, uh, I wanted to call your attention to the One Earth Film Festival. Now, we uh, were one of their uh, sponsors when they did their film fest earlier in the year, and now... They are doing a special uh, showing. There are various showings today 
of a film called The Dark City. Now, I found that interesting because, as you know, if you listen to the Mike Nowak show with Peggy Malecki, we have covered the issue extensively about light pollution. And uh, with the city of Chicago in the midst of changing out uh, how many? Uh, 270,000 lights. and uh, Once in a generation. Once in a generation. And we're just kind of crossing our fingers and hoping they do it right. I, I'll be really honest. I don't have faith in the city of Chicago to do this right, meaning that uh, they will not let that light spill all over the place. Uh, yeah, they will replace it with new LEDs and their smart LEDs. And when the light goes out, it sends a signal to the city. And mm-hmm. yeah, you'll save money on energy. But I think that we're going to find lots of complaints coming in about how much brighter everything seems. And it seems harsh. And um, I'm, I'm a little concerned about that. And um, they claim they were paying attention to people like uh, Audrey Fisher from the uh, Chicago Astronomical Society, but I'm not sure they really did. At any rate. So One Earth Film Festival is doing this film called The uh, The City Dark at various locations today. Uh, And if you go to MikeNovak.net in this week's show, you can get all the information about where it's showing. Apparently, it's a very cool film about the effects of too much light pollution in the country. And I hope Audrey's going to get a chance to see that. And I want to see it, too. Um, So that is uh, one of the, the things going on today. What else have we got, Peggy? If you're looking to get some of the cool crops today, cool weather crops as well as cool crops, Peterson Garden Project has the first of their two sales today, the sixth annual edible plant sale um, in the historic Broadway Bank building, which looks really cool. Lamanda Joy had some photos up on Facebook yesterday. That's at 5948 North Broadway, and it starts at 10 Mm -hmm. till 2, and hurry because I think they're going to sell out. Uh, yeah, we're going to go over there after the show. I'm going over. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're going with I was me. I'm planning to go over there. I really don't yep. care if you're going because I'm going to go pick up plants. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, uh, thanks. Uh, okay, sure. The Peggy Notabart Nature Museum today uh, has a plants for pollinator sale. It begins today. You can do your orders online, and then you have to pick them up on May 13th or May 14th between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. So remember, if you're going to order plants at the Peggy Notabart Nature Museum plants for pollinator sale, you need to pick them up on the 13th and 14th, so uh, budget time for that. And another place to buy plants is the Skokie Park District. They're having an Earth Day Around the World celebration today from 12 to 4 and a native plant sale. That's at 4650 Brummel Street in Skokie. Uh, Earth Day Walk at Chicago Botanic Garden is today at 1 p.m. They're at 1000 Lake Cook Road in Glencoe. And last but not least, I am hosting the... I'm MC. The World Language Film Festival Focus on Energy, sponsored by Scarce. That's tomorrow at Studio Movie Grill in Wheaton from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. So uh, Peggy and I were judges on this, and we uh, saw some really fun, terrific films that uh, high school and college students Mm -hmm. made about energy. Uh, You will get to see them. There'll be that festival. I will be there in my however I dress up. And I'll be there. And Peggy will be there. She might not be wearing a tux. I doubt uh, it. But I might not be either. I don't know yet. I'm, I haven't I, found it yet. I haven't found it yet. So I'm still, I'm still looking. But we hope you're there. 
All that information is on MikeNovak.net. Go to this week's show. These are some of the ways you can celebrate Earth Day, and I hope you do it if you don't go down to the march today. Now, it's still April, but I've already received my May-June issue of Chicagoland mm-hmm. Gardening Me Magazine. Too. Oh, good. You got yours. Great. Either I'm special, maybe you're special, or somebody has made a terrible <laughs> mistake in both uh, cases. Regardless, this issue is in my hands and it has a story about growing June bearing and ever bearing strawberries. Turns out that the June bearing plants send out lots of runners which can quickly overwhelm your yard. Just ask Ron Cowgill, host of Mighty House, who was the recipient of one, count them, one Marshall strawberry plant a few years ago. It has now covered his entire town of Glenview. True story. It's true. That's what that is. Yep. Then there's my column in every issue with the same kind of true stories. Go figure. Chicagoland Gardening Magazine, a publication of state-by-state gardening magazines on newsstands everywhere, or go to chicagolandgardening.com. If you're in other parts of the Midwest or the South, try one of the 21 magazines in those regions by going to statebystategardening.com or call 888-265-3600, Zero. Now stick around for the next part of the Mike Novak Show because we have Joe Lample, sometimes known as Joe Gardner, on the show from Growing a Greener World. We're going to be giving away a Rainbird Wi-Fi timer, and we will tell you what the contest <laughs> is. And I will tell Peggy what the contest is. Uh, Please do. I'll do that right now while we take a break. Stick around. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Captain's log, stardate 42326.1. The Enterprise is under attack by an apparently hostile life form. Mr. Wolf, status report. They appear to be perambulating vegetables. We are being stalked by stalks of asparagus. That is incorrect, Mr. Wolf. Mr. Data, be more specific. Asparagus officinalis, or killer asparagus, was the subject of a very popular 21st century tome by the brilliant author Mike Novak. Mike Novak. I'm familiar with his work. Of course. Attack of the Killer Asparagus is required reading at Starfleet Academy. Tell me more, Mr. Data. He has been variously compared to Mark Twain, Dave Barry, and Gwynok of Ninglador. Captain, shields are failing. Thank you, Mr. Wolf. Mr. Data, options. Captain, it seems to be available online at aroundtheblockpress.com. What do they have to say? Hmm. It appears that Mike Novak is a slapstick every gardener, taking all our self-delusions, mishaps, and confusions, and playing them for big laughs. That's not very helpful, Mr. Data. No, it is, however, highly accurate. DNR Services Unlimited has been serving the north and northwest suburbs since 1992. They can take care of those little problems that never get done. They perform complete bathroom, basement, and kitchen remodels. And if you're looking for a complete home makeover, they can handle that too. Visit their website at RestoreTheNorthShore.com or give them a call at 847-998-1687. That's RestoreTheNorthShore.com or give them a call at 847-998-1687. It'll be easy to find someone cheaper, but a lot harder to find someone better. Chicagoans use your blue carts to recycle. Bottles, flattened boxes, jugs with the lids on, tin and aluminum cans, juice cartons, and mail. No plastic bags, including store bags, no greasy pizza boxes, styrofoam, disposable coffee cups, light bulbs, napkins, electronics, or shredded paper. Put your items loose in the blue cart and not in a plastic bag. Visit RecycleByCity.com Chicago and let's make Chicago beautiful and green. 
This is sports director Kevin Burgess. Make sure you catch my sports report every day from 5 to 7 p.m. on French and Friends, sponsored by 1090 Brewing. Make a little Also an appropriate thing to do on Earth Day, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Make a little birdhouse. Yep. Not only in your soul, but maybe in, in your, your bag. Yard. In yeah. your bag. I bought one up this season. Uh, no, Nothing's inhabited, inhabiting it yet. Um, oh, well. Yeah. I've chased the squirrels out of the owl house. Oh, good. Do you have owls in there, actually? No, they're squirrels. <laughs> I know, but I, I mean, do you sometimes have no, owls No, no, we there? just put it up in the fall because we do get screech owls in the oaks. Ah, and you're hoping that one will uh, land in the home. The book said it's supposed to. Yeah, okay, but the squirrels are there. Yes. Yeah. Yay, squirrels. Oh, you gotta boy. love them. At least there's no raccoons in there. That's the neighbor's tree. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought they cut all those down. No, that's the other neighbor. <laughs> I can't keep track, Peggy. <laughs> I can't keep track. Let's go to the phone line and bring in uh, an old pal of mine, uh, Joe Lample. That's not even a real name. I'm sure you just made it up, Joe, just so you could confuse people and, and get other people's mail. But he's sometimes known as Joe Gardner. Uh, are you with me, Joe? I'm here, Mike. It's great to talk to you. been a long time. It has been a long time. Um, what, what's the nationality of Lample, by the way? It's Austrian, which I didn't know until, thank God for the Internet, some distant relative found me because he was probably trying to find other relatives with that crazy apostrophe in, my, in the name. <laughs> I'm just... And that's how we, uh, we connected. But it's, just real quick, it, for people that don't know, my last name is spelled L-A-M-P apostrophe L. And, you know, it's, I get aggravated. Some of my family, like my daughters, don't use the apostrophe, and I do. And I say, well, listen, you need to use it because it's what separates us from the, you know, not the masses, but, you know, it makes us unique. <laughs> from the but apes, I, don't I thought you were going to say, but, uh, you know, no. But uh, <laughs> I understand. You know, last names are a peculiar thing, and, and uh, I'm going to bust my brother because I know he's listening somewhere on the intertubes. Um, but he changed our last name. He got sick. Wow. He got sick of people mispronouncing Novak, but we spell it with a W. Uh-huh. Uh, and so he changed it to a V. Uh, and I said, Dennis, how, it's your name. How can you do that? And so I, yeah. I know how you feel when you talk to your daughters, Joe. Wow, interesting story. Yeah, it makes sense. I guess. I guess it does. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah. But you know, it's not like he went to a name that is uh, less common. There, yeah. there are many NOWs and many NOVs mm-hmm. in the world, and I think there's actually more NOVs. I, I really don't know. Uh, but if you don't know Joe Gardner or Joe Lample with an apostrophe, uh, he's the host of the PBS series Growing a Greener World. And, you know, he does the Today Show on NBC and Good Morning America and the Weather Channel and writes books and news- newspaper. You know, Joe, I, I, I was reading all that stuff, and I'm thinking— Okay, I'm begging you, slow down. Okay, dude, <laughs> slow down. All right, you, uh, we don't want anything bad to happen to you. And and if it did, then I would have to take over, and that would just be ugly. <laughs> you know, Mike, you one time said when you just you were introducing me somewhere, and he said about me, "This is the hardest working guy in horticulture." And I thought, well, that I guess that's cool. <laughs> and and I was nowhere as busy then as I am now. <laughs> So I know if I didn't deserve the title, then maybe I do now, or at least uh, I'm up there with a few others. Uh, you know, you can watch hundreds of the episodes uh, that he's put up uh, and videos and audios and in all of that stuff. And you're even now, I guess, uh, are you still in the middle of launching the website? I went to it. And it looked like it was 
still, you know, stand by. We're going to have this right. thing off the ground very soon. What's right. Up? For anybody that's launched a website, you know it never actually happens on the date that you'd <laughs> hoped. But it's, it's within about two weeks away from launching. But okay. JoeGardner.com is um, a companion site we created after learning from our viewers how much more gardening information they really wanted. For example, on television, uh, there's very few in-production gardening shows. And we're fortunately to be, to be one of them, but still, the content in a 30-minute show is really only 22 minutes. Right. That's just not enough time <laughs> to dive deep, right? No, it, you so, know, I, 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 the good stuff in an interview comes at about the 20-minute mark, <laughs> all right? Yes, yeah. It's true. And, right. and, and, and if you've got people who can edit it for you, okay, you can cut to that. But if you're doing live radio like I am right yeah. now, you get to the 20-minute mark, and there's the good stuff. And, oh, my gosh, we got a break. <laughs> right. Uh, and we're done. Right. Uh, so that's why I like the long-form interviews. I, I, and, and, and I know you know this, too. There are uh, garden shows out there. I had a guy tell me once at a, some gardening conference, he says, hey, do you have the 90-second rule? And I said, what's the 90-second rule? He said, oh, I can get any information out in 90 seconds. And I'm like, I don't want to get information out in 90 seconds because you don't learn anything, mm -hmm. you know? Uh -huh. You're not learning about process at all. You might be learning about a product, but not necessarily process. Process takes longer. Right. Right. So, uh, okay, now, what we're going to do right now, because I want to do this before we run out of time here, because <laughs> we will run out of time, um, we're, we're going to give away uh, the Rainbird uh, Wi-Fi timer, and the way we're going to do it right now, anybody who's listening to the show on the radio, you can call in at uh, 847-475-1590, or you can tweet to us, or you can write on Facebook, tell me just one of the times that Growing a Greener World airs in Chicago, and just one of those times, and I will tell you that it airs five times a week in Chicago. So it's not that hard. It's not that hard. So and wow. the first and the first one that gives us one of those times gets a Rainbird Wi-Fi timer. So, but and that takes us to what you're doing, helping people on Earth Day learn about how to conserve water. What are the mistakes folks are making, Joe? Well, uh, first of all, we overwater. Most people don't realize that most of their plant problems and the reason they die, including their lawn, is that it gets too much water rather than not enough. So watering the right amount of water is the first thing. The second thing is watering at the right time, which is really early morning before it gets hot and windy. So I, call it, I kind of call it the sweet spot between 5 a.m. and 10 a.m. And then making sure that you use the right systems for wherever you're watering. If you're doing a lawn, if you have the ability to have an in-ground irrigation system or one that at least is updated with that simple timer that you've been referring to, that's very important. And then if it's, if it's just your beds or your, your trees or your pots, using drip irrigation rather than standing over it with a hose when you can makes it so much easier. You use so much less water. The plants like it better, and you put it on autopilot. So it takes the worry off of you. I mean, we all need less stress in our lives, I would think. So drip irrigation for your beds and pots and then in-ground irrigation on your lawns. And, that, and that's why we're, you know, encouraging people to use a Rainbird product if they, if they have a system. But you're absolutely right. Folks just really don't have a sense of how to use water properly. Uh, you talk about dripping onto trees and shrubs. You know, I'm a fan of just get the drip hose and literally have it trickle uh, onto the root ball. 
yes. especially especially if you've got a, a new tree, uh, a young tree. And, and sometimes that can be for a couple of years just to make sure that the, the roots are getting out there. But folks will put that sprinkler on, and it's not really getting to the root ball, is it? It's not. And, and you know, this is so important. People... Uh, well, I've been talking about this a lot lately because people don't realize that for a tree or a shrub to properly establish in the landscape, it can take more than a year. And you have to, you can't physically babysit that tree or shrub long enough to get it established without soaker or drip on a timer. And, and that it's critical for its survival. And it also helps the plant do a lot better, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trees are are interesting uh, because everything uh, to do with a tree is is kind of a lag time. You know, when you look at trees and you, they're distressed, you sometimes have to think back uh, two, three, four years. What happened then? And that's your the the cause of of what's going yes. on. And folks don't understand that lag with with trees. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, obviously too late. I mean, by the time you realize that it's dead, it's dead. <laughs> and, you know, that doesn't happen overnight. And it's just a slow, it's gradual, it's slow. Sometimes you think, oh, it's just a little thing, and, and it's not. It's just on its way to a slow death. But uh, by the time you realize it's crunchy and done, it's done. <laughs> I had a, an instructor once who, who would often comment, he would look at a photo and he'd say, oh, that tree's dead and doesn't even know it yet. Yeah, and 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 I and I and I borrow that now. I'll go down the street now. I'll see a tree that, for instance, has been stripped of bark, and uh, uh, and say, "Yep, that's a tree. It's dead. Doesn't even know it yet." So that's the way those things work. Uh, do we have a a, a winner here uh, uh, for our contest, Ben? They're nodding. Oh my goodness! Uh, you got a name? John, John Jankowski. Jankowski. John Jankowski. Give the man a ding. He's getting a Rainbird Wi-Fi timer. How cool! Did, did he know all of the times that Joe's on in Chicago or just one of them? Just one. That's good enough. Good That's enough. all we ask. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, the, the show does air at 1130 on Saturday, so you can watch it today uh, when uh, you stop listening to the Mike Novak show. So, awesome. um, oh, and the other thing we got to do before we let you go yeah. is um, talk about the contest. Rainbird yeah. is doing this great contest, and it goes till May 1st, so folks can still get involved uh, and uh, win themselves like $3,500 worth of advice from Rainbird. Can you tell us quickly about that, Joe? Well, it's, it's more than that. It's an installed in-ground irrigation system for your lawn, plus that timer. And so it's a sweet deal, and all they do is they put their first name in and answer a question, just a fun question about what do you do on a rainy day to pass the time. But where they go for that is the website, which is from Rainbird. So it's just simply rainbird.com forward slash rain delay sweepstakes cool and yeah. uh, i've got that on my website mikenovak.net so you can find all the information really it's just a hashtag or a, a tweet uh and send it to them and you might win a thirty five hundred dollar professionally installed rainbird in-ground sprinkler system with right. mul- multiple zones drip irrigation and rainbird's new wi-fi timer Joe, and, that, and that, mike that timer can be purchased separately for 139 dollars at your home improvement store and it takes minutes literally minutes to install on any system so it's not like you know you have to throw your hands up and say well too bad you, anybody can bring their system into the 21st century with a simple wi-fi timer that they can easily install in minutes cool Joe Lample from Growing a Greener World, so good to talk to you again. Uh, if, if folks want that information, they go to your website, which is? 
goingagreenerworld.com and soonjoegardner.com. So go ahead and go there now and, and, and get the free ebook on all about composting. All right, cool. cool. Joe, Thanks, we Joe. will talk to you again, I hope, very soon. Likewise. Thanks, Mike. All right, have a great Earth Day. You too. Bye, Peggy. Bye. Bye. Are you the guy with the bags and bottles of fertilizer and chemicals in your garage and a lawn that still needs help? Maybe this is the year you call Logic Lawn Care. Logic's an Evanston-based company that can show you a different way. With almost a decade of experience, Logic can show you how to create a healthy and safe lawn naturally. Logic also works with schools, park districts, and cities across Chicagoland. Get a free estimate? Go to LogicLawnCare.com or call 847-421-6500. All right, coming up, Rick DeMaio Weather live from the March for Science downtown with his hairdo and his (laughs) bandana. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to The Mike Novak Show on Facebook. This is The Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki, 1590 WCGO. Community Supported Agriculture, or CSA, creates a direct relationship between you and a local farmer who grows your food. You support a farmer financially up front, and your farmer provides you with local, sustainably raised food during the growing season. This could be a weekly box of vegetables, a monthly share of meat or eggs, and there are many other options. To find your farmer and the CSA that works best for you, go to bandoffarmers.org. Sign up for your CSA today. One of Evanston's best parties of the year is just around the corner, the 2017 Evanston Green Ball. It supports the Evanston Ecology Center and features great local food and beverages, live music, and an environmental art show. The Green Ball is on Saturday, May 20th from 7 to 10.30 p.m. at the Levy Center, 300 Dodge Avenue in Evanston. Go to evanstonenvironment.org for more information and to buy your tickets. See you at the Green Ball. Stay in touch with The Mike Novak Show. Find us on Facebook at The Mike Novak Show. Use the Twitter handle at MikeNow. Send us a photo on Instagram at The Mike Novak Show or write to us, mike at mikenovak.net. Speaking of the website, podcasts and blog posts are available every week at mikenovak.net. And while you're there, sign up for those posts and our newsletter on the homepage. And please, support the sponsors who support us. Look for logos and specials at mikenovak.net. Mighty House is on WCGO and better than ever. More better. Hi, this is Robbie Earhart with Mighty House Radio Show. I'm Rich Cowkill, certified remodeler, green certified professional, and chief estimator for a major custom home builder. Ron Cowgill, certified remodeler, certified kitchen and bath remodeler, certified green remodeler, certified uh, home and what's that last one now? I don't remember. Listen to us every Saturday from 7 to 10 a.m. right here on WCGO. This is your talk. And this place is really something else, huh? Only on 1590 WCGO, Evanston, Chicago. Hey, it's Earth Day and also Customer Appreciation Weekend at the Sugar Beet Food Co-op in Oak Park. Today and tomorrow, members can receive a 10% discount and non-members 5% off all non-sale items. Meet the farmers growing your foods right on New Year. 
I keep getting that wrong. New Earth Year's resolution. They're doing it just to trip yes. me up and post it on site or check out a book from the Oak Park Public Library to learn more about reducing your energy footprint. Sugar Beet Food Co-op 812 Madison and Oak Park just west of Oak Park Avenue or at sugarbeet.coop. That's sugarbeet.coop. Let's go on the phone line to meteorologist Rick DeMaio reporting from what I understand live at uh, the uh, March for Science in Chicago. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing fine, Mike. Uh, greetings to you and Peg and all your listeners. Um, I guess you can introduce me as a scientist, right? Because I am a meteorologist and a climatologist. Right. And I, I study facts and I study trends of facts and I study results. And from those results, you have conclusions. And from those conclusions, you have answers to questions. And one of the reasons why we have science is because the world is not perfect, and because humans demand somewhat of a comfortable existence, we have learned how to make science one of our best friends, yet it has been horribly assaulted. So we're all here down here trying to um, kind of bring science back into the fold of, you know, a normal way of thinking about how to make people's lives better. And it's, you know, in, in one, it's, <laughs> he had to in get that way, in there, Rick. I had to get it in some place. Uh, I, I missed that part because my right ear has the phone and my left ear has the sound of the crowd. I'm literally right at the front here. Ah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll move away a little bit because science tells me that the further you move away from something <laughs> that is louder, the better you can talk on the phone, right? Yeah. As opposed to my parents who just yell louder into the phone, right? What? <laughs> Ricky! Ricky! Yeah. But, but, but don't you think it's ridiculous that we actually have to have a rally like this? It's absurd yes, when you think about it. crazy. Yeah, it does. I actually wrote that on, on my blog uh, yesterday, and it, it does seem absurd that we have to march in the streets to say science is good. You know, it's, it's almost as if this is the Middle Ages or something. What's, you know, yeah. what's, what's going on here? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's kind of odd because, you know, we're all kind of looking at each other going, Really? We have to do this? But obviously we have to because of people like Donald Trump and Scott Pruitt and Sean Spicer and Kellyanne Conway, who continues to come up with the most absurd comments about everything. I noticed I didn't say anything about everything. Um, and usually some of those things include science. Um, but I think some of my favorite signs down here um, is we found the missing link, and it shows a picture of a baboon or orangutan and also one of Donald Trump. That's one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> Very um, nice. Yeah, some other ones like, you know, here's the scientific method. And it shows, you know, uh, a, a couple of kids just talking about, um, you know, the most basic things of life. And when you think about it, guys, when you go back to grade school, probably some of the most memorable things you did in grade school, whether you liked science or not, was participated in the science fair. Aren't I right about that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I can remember from, uh, I think it was sixth grade, and I did some sort of science experiment involving orange juice and milk and curdling, okay? <laughs> and, 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 of course, spilled it all over myself. And, and you'd never, that's a, that's a science experiment you never forget. Yeah, I, I, I think we all know the results of that, right? <laughs> yeah, it was nasty. Oh, my goodness, did I stink? <laughs> well, 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 there, the, there the, 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 uh, the experiment would be if I use more in a larger vat, <laughs> will I eventually scare people away from the, from the table and try to tell them about my project, right? Yeah. 
Um, but no, to be on a serious note, I mean, there are a lot of great speakers here. Karen Weigard, I think Mike, you remember, she was one of the chief sustainability officers. Yeah. Um, uh, the mayor's office. Uh, she resigned recently to go into the public, I think the private sector. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been a couple of uh, scientists who got up and just basically talked about, you know, why it's important for us to be here. There was someone who was a Native American who spoke about the fact that this area was once called the land of smelly onions. And then, you know, we took the term and kind of adopted it with the Native Americans. Um, and I would say there's probably a solid... 15, maybe 20,000 people here. It's a, it's a very raucous crowd. There's a lot of kids. And more importantly, it's it's diverse. You really cut across almost all parts of the Chicagoland area um, that, that you can see people are, are, you know, not just upset, but they're concerned. And I think concerned about the future of science in schools and, and you know, for their kids. And, again, it's something that you don't think we should be fighting for, but clearly we're here and we're doing that. Uh, and I'm glad you're there. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what kind of numbers they say are added. Obviously, a much smaller. Uh, Kathleen Thompson was on earlier, and she said much smaller than the march on uh, January 21st. But that's to be expected. You can't have 250,000 people show up every week downtown. Yeah, but you also remember the weather back in January is actually warmer than it was now. Go yeah. figure, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a really good point. You're I the meteorologist. Yeah. And then we've got the climate march next Saturday. Uh, yeah, right. It was sunny in 65, and, you know, right now it's like, you know, sunny in 49. So With a wind chill. Uh, we'll figure out how that goes. <laughs> wow. But um, anyway, just just give me a little bit of a, of a cue how much time I have left here, Mike, but I, I know what, the, what to talk about. About next. two and a half minutes. Uh, yeah. Two and a half minutes. Okay, that's yeah. good enough for me. All right, so bottom line, um, a lot of students from different schools. There's some students from Loyola down here, from Columbia College, from the School of the Art Institute, from Oakton. Um, I have not met up with them, nor was I planning to. I kind of wanted to come here kind of incognito. Um, it, it's kind of tough being someone who's also on TV because you looked at it as being a journalist. But at the same time, as a teacher, you have to support that. But um, I made sure that I bumped into a couple of people who are doing some live shots down here and said, look, you know, you guys have to tell the people back at the TV station to do weather. They got to start talking about this and not be afraid about it. And that's one of the things that, you know me, that, that's kind of bummed me out for a long time, that people outside of Tom Skilling, uh, the weather casters in Chicago are not doing their job by talking about weird weather events when it happens. Don't smile and say, God, isn't it great that it's 65 in January, because then it's 85 in April and 105 in July. There's a reason for that. Talk about that. Talk about deadly heat waves in India. Talk about all-time record highs in Australia. Talk about the flooding rains in the Philippines. Get outside of your comfort zone, and when you do have an easy forecast, give yourself 30 seconds to talk about science. That's all I ask. That's just brilliant, Rick. Uh, I'm so glad you're doing that, and I'm so glad you're talking to those folks. So uh, good for you. Good for you for, uh, for doing that. All right, what, what kind of a forecast? Speaking of uh, forecasts, what have we got? Well, we are there you hear some cheering because they know I was about to talk. They're like, oh, good time. <laughs> um, uh, cool today, upper 40s lakefront, mid-50s inland, sunnier tomorrow, mid-50s lakefront, mid-60s inland, uh, probably 65 to 70 Monday, near 75 on Tuesday. Next chance of rain Tuesday night, but we got what we wanted, and we needed it. Five days of no rain give the ground the chance to dry out. But other than that, a very active pattern still with off and on rain over the next seven days. But between now and Tuesday, enjoy the dry weather.
There wow. you go. They have because I just finished. I know. <laughs> Woo-hoo. And, uh, well, uh, have a great time. Take some photos. We put we put the photo that you sent us this morning. It's, it's been up on the Facebook page, just to let you know. All right. And they, and they just reported that as well. So, wow, what was a great time here. Okay, good, good to talk to you guys. I'll talk next week. All right. Thanks, Rick. Take care. Uh, there he goes, Rick uh, DeMaio at the March for Science downtown. So, Good. It sounds like a, a great crowd. I'm glad that uh, folks are down there. I'm glad that uh, Kathleen was uh, able uh, to get down there. And that kind of wraps it mm-hmm. up. Don't forget, next week, folks, we are on Saturday at the same time. But then on Sunday, we will be on from 9, 9 to 11. 11. I want to thank everybody on the show today, Kathleen Thompson and Rick DeMaio, who are calling in from the March for Science in Chicago, and, of course, Joe Lample from rain well from growing a greener word world oh yeah i was i was going to get to uh, ariana and ariana di genova thank you for coming by until next week go green or go home uh, stadler uh, what is that it yes it's over how'd you like it i don't know i slept through the whole thing well you didn't miss much 